You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. The Boston Red Sox have taken over the winter meetings here outside of Washington, D.C. Tim McMaster, along with our MLB.com Red Sox reporter, Ian Brown. And Dave Dombrowski played it really close to the vest. We're not really involved in Chris Sale. We're not really involved. And then, bam, Chris Sale is a Red Sox. That's the way he is, right? You never know when he's going to pull the trigger, and he's never afraid to make a big deal like this. Yeah, you look at the trades he's made in his career, and this kind of follows a blueprint where he's been willing to trade a top prospect to get somebody that he knows is an established all-star. And in this case with Chris Sale, he gets somebody who's under, you know, very cost-controllable for the next three seasons. You look at him with that, that contract, I mean, he's a, he's a bargain. I mean, he's going to be $12 million. He's going to make less than Clay Buckholes in, in 2017, and then he's going to make, I think it's 13 and a half each year the next two years after that. So in this case, Dombrowski thought it was worth it to, to trade two top prospects in Yohan Moncada uh, and Michael Kopech, who throws 100 miles an hour, uh, you know, to make this trade. Do you think they'll attempt to extend sale as well, or do you think at this point, hey, it's three years, we're locked into that? Yeah, I think, you know, they'll, they'll see how the adjustment goes. There's really no rush to do that right now. They, three years is a lot. And, uh, you know, David Price, you know, if he opts out after a third year, then all of a sudden they have money for more money to keep Chris Sale. So there's a lot of factors. So it's too early to tell. When you look at Sale now, the Red Sox have brought in an ace two years in a row, David Price a year ago, and, and now Chris Sale. And you look at what David Price did, and some people will look at his 2016 season as disappointing to a degree. Was that a factor in Chris Sale? And now maybe David Price is your number two, maybe number three starter. You know, I don't think it was a huge factor. I think that, you know, you would have have liked uh, David Price to pitch a little better in the playoffs. And uh, it was a market adjustment kind of year for him. He was getting used to a lot of things. And, you know, look at Porcello from his first year to his second year. So I think it's more just like, you know, stockpile your, your pitching rotation and get the best pitching you can. And now the Red Sox have the best starting rotation, I think, in the American League, certainly the top three. Then you, people forget Stephen Wright's on this team. You know, he, he was in the All-Star game last year. So you add, you know, these three guys to the top, then you have Stephen Wright, you have Drew Pomerantz, Eduardo Rodriguez, Clay Buckles. I'm sure somebody will be moved because now you essentially have seven pitchers uh, for five spots and you also have a little more payroll than you want. So I would probably expect that uh, Clay Buckles will get traded at some point this offseason. Do they still plan to get underneath that luxury tax? Because I know that was a lot of the talk yeah, well, this week. That's the thing. I mean, if they trade Clay Buckles and don't bring in, a, you know, say they trade Clay Buckles for a prospect or something like that, um, you know, sale actually is making a million dollars less. So you're right back where you started at the beginning of the day, really contract-wise, and you still probably could stay below that luxury tax and maybe even keep yourself some money to go get another hitter, which is their other need this offseason. All right, the other side of this is what you give up in a deal like this. And when you talk about Yohan Moncada, it's a guy that's the number one prospect in baseball. Uh, people, we talk comps. Robinson Cano with speed is, is one you hear a lot. Jim Callis loves to throw that one out there. And it wasn't just him. Kopech as well, a guy who throws 100 miles an hour, plus is coming off a great Arizona Fall League. This wasn't cheap. How hard was it to part with those guys? Yeah, I mean, I think it was pretty hard to part with these guys. I mean, you're looking at Yoan Moncada. You know, what if he becomes, you know, the next stud in baseball, Robinson Cano, and you're going to be living with that for the next uh, however many years. Uh, so that, that could be tough uh, to take. So you really hope that Chris st- Sale stays healthy. You hope he lives up to expectations. And you hope that Red Sox can win a championship two or two uh, in the interim. Because as long as they get a World Series out of the deal, no matter how good uh, Yohan Moncada or Michael Kopech become, you know, it's still going to come across as a good deal. You know, it's like when the Red Sox uh, traded Hanley Ramirez 
and they got Josh Beckett and Mike Lowell. You won that 2007 World Series, so you didn't hear as much about, oh, you know, they traded Hanley Ramirez, who became a pretty big star at that time for the Marlins. I don't know if you've heard anything about this, but did it come down to, hey, it's Moncada or Benintendi? Did, would the White Sox be willing to take either of those guys, and did the Red Sox kind of get decide, to decide which one was it? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not really sure how all that went down. I do think the Red Sox are very high on Benintendi, and he's already proven he can play in the major leagues, where we haven't seen that yet. With Mankata, I'm sure he can too. But, uh, you, know, you know, quite frankly, I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll hopefully hear more on that later. But, uh, you know, they like Ben and Sandy a lot, so I'm not sure if that was a difference maker or not. Hey, Chris Sale, not the only move of the day here at the oh, winter yeah, meetings for the Boston one, right? Red Sox. They, they did something else earlier in the day. They sure up the bullpen. Uh, Tyler Thornburg, they give up a couple of other prospects, although lower-level guys, and they also uh, give up their guy that was their starting third baseman for much of 2016 in Travis Shaw, but they get that setup guy. When you look at what Thornburg did in 2016, he really came into his own as a dominant strikeout type guy. Yeah, absolutely, and this is a, a great trade for the Red Sox. Uh, you know, unlike the uh, sale trade where you can see both sides of it and say, oh, that, that could be a lot to pay uh, in terms of player cost. This trade for Thornburg, just a great trade. When you look at you know, how big a force he was last season. They really needed that eighth inning guy. And this guy is, you know, still in his prime, 28 years old, I think, and uh, just had a great year last year and can really uh, give that bullpen some structure now with Thornburg setting up Craig Kimbrell. You still have Joe Kelly and Matt Barnes and, uh, you know, and Heath Hembry. So you got uh, the making of a pretty good bullpen next year. And eventually, right, Carson Smith at some yeah. point. I mean, you would think maybe June, maybe July, that's almost going to be like adding an arm in yeah. midseason. Yeah, Carson Smith, that, that was the guy they thought was going to be their big setup man when they acquired him at this time last year. But now he's coming off Tommy John surgery. So, you know, if he comes back, it's, a, it's almost a bonus what you're going to get out of Carson Smith. There's talk the Red Sox still wanted to help add, a, add another bat to yeah. help out in the David Ortiz situation. Where does that stand at this point after all this news about pitching? Yeah, they do want another bat, uh, preferably somebody who could also play first base to help supplement with, with Hanley because, you know, they traded Travis Shaw, who was really the, the backup first baseman. So a guy like Mitch Moreland could make a lot of sense for the Red Sox. Uh, Pedro Alvarez, Alvarez is another name you've heard. Uh, these are guys you could get and still stay under that luxury tax probably sign these guys, you know, somewhere in the 7 or $8 million range maybe. So I, I look along the line. You're not going to get a star bat, you know. Obviously, you're not going to get Encarnacion or somebody like that. But, uh, yeah, they, they definitely want to add one more hitter. What a winter meetings it has suddenly become for the Boston Red Sox. This has been MLB.com Extras, our Red Sox winter meetings edition. For Ian Brown, I'm Tim McMaster. Tune in again next time. MLB.TV Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.TV Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go every night on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.TV for details.